The time is 9 o'clock and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello and welcome to Tantrum Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Tori Weldon. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. On today's show, we'll hear the latest on Amherst's new emergency shelter and supportive housing project. But first, some local news and information briefs. A temporary pump is being rented to replace one that failed in early January. The pump is one of three that is used to supply Sackville residents with drinking water. The failure caused no disruption to water service because of a built-in redundancy in the system. Town engineer John Appel explained the situation to Tantramar Council at their Committee of the Whole meeting on Monday afternoon. He also told Council that they would be asked to approve roughly $35,000 for a permanent location of the pump this summer. Council will vote on the pump replacement at their next regular meeting in February. The overall cost of the temporary pump and installation of a new pump is estimated at $42,000 plus HST, and this would come from the Sackville Water Utility Budget. Votes are in, and Sackville's newest sidewalk plow has a new name. Here's Community and Corporate Projects Director Kieran Miller and Communications Officer Jeremy McLaughlin sharing the news on Monday. The naming contest for the new Public Works uh, sidewalk plow, so an announcement will be coming for that soon. It was announced today. It was announced today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say the name? Yeah. Luke Sidewalker. Luke Sidewalker was the winning with 40% of the votes. (laughs) The new sidewalk plow, Luke Sidewalker, is a trackless plow with a blower attachment. The cost is estimated at about $200,000. Sackville's previous plow was a 2007 model. It was repaired by Tantramar staff and moved to Dorchester to replace a 1988 model that was in use there. And now for our feature story. This is the studio. Ooh. Ashley Legere is the proud leader of this tour. She points to a nearby building. Like the green roof over there. Yeah. That's where we operate our daytime location. And then the church that's right there is where we operate the nighttime location. The Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association is currently running its services out of two different locations in downtown Amherst. Ashley Legere is the group's executive director. They're not very far apart. I mean, you can see one from the other, but it's moving people out at 8 o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold or snow to go to another place is, is, uh, is inhumane. But things are about to change. This brand new building is almost done. The plan is for it to be a lot of things to, unfortunately, a lot of people. Located at 10 Prince Arthur Street, this construction will be an emergency shelter, supportive housing, a place for people in need of food, and generally a place to access help and services as they arise. What kind of need is there? So we did a service-based count, and I say we, uh, the town and the YMCA uh, of Amherst, did a service-based count back in 20, 
um, 21, I believe, and there were 48 individuals who identified as sleeping rough or precariously housed. Um, from January of 2023 until May of 2023, we ran an overnight space at the Crossroads Church, and we saw 39 unique individuals access the space, on average between 6 and 12 per night. And that's what we're seeing now. This is just Amherst? This is just Amherst. Yeah, we do see people coming in for more supports and food security reasons mm -hmm. during the day. So we house between 6 and 12 individuals in our overnight shelter on average, but we are serving upwards of 50 meals to a day um, to individuals who are housed. Yes, so um, since May, we have served over 10,000 meals. In just Amherst alone? In just Amherst. We're the only place that is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're also the only place that serves meals that many times. So we serve three meals a day. Breakfast is continental. Lunch and supper um, are um, usually is a bagged lunch that you can come in and get and leave if you'd like. Um, there's no barriers to these, these services. So I'm not asking you if you're housed. I'm not asking you what your income is. If you feel like you need to come in for a meal, then you should be able to come in for a meal. What kind of services... Do people have, like if they come here, what do they have access to in order to take the next step to not need it anymore? So we will work with the YMCA outreach team directly. We will have uh, case management. So we'll be working with people to support them in their needs based on what their needs are. Right now we have access to mental health and addictions. They come in um, once a week in the afternoons. Um, we have public health comes in and does vaccinations. We're working with VON moving forward um, with uh, the YDC currently, so the Youth Development Center. We're all really connected. We have this coordinated access. Um, we meet regularly and discuss what we're doing here. Um, any support that you could think of has offered um, and committed to be here. There's just been a buy-in unlike anywhere else I've ever been. Um, that everyone wants to be a part of it and everyone wants to support uh, this equity deserving population in a way that um, uh, is just very unique. And there are a lot of unique things about this project, as Legere mentioned. Community groups, nonprofits, and many citizens of Amherst are in support of what's happening. It's a level of collaboration that's hard to achieve. But another standout feature is the municipality's approach. Housing is a provincial responsibility. So many municipalities try to figure out ways to get the province and the federal government to help to address their issues. What Amherst did differently is it took a carefully thought out leap of faith. The town committed to pay the salary of the newly created executive director position, the one Ashley Legere fills, and then it tasked her with getting 10 Prince Arthur built. Housing is an all-hands-on-deck problem. People living in poverty and living with homelessness and going, you know, out in minus 20 temperatures in the wintertime, not having a place to shelter is uh, an everybody problem. Leon Landry is a town of Amherst councillor. He's a member and chair of the Poverty Reduction Advisory Committee, which is an Amherst Council committee. He's also a member of the Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association. He knows how hard volunteers at nonprofits were working to combat homelessness. But doing good off the side of a desk is hard, and the demand was outgrowing the resources. Ultimately, we understood that in order for these not-for-profits to obtain monies from the provincial government in order to, to, to do the things that they wanted to do aside from volunteer work. Um, it would be the best use of our funds 
to enable them to do that. So we've tried to leverage small amounts of municipal funds to enable not-for-profits to access funding from other levels of government. Was there any fear that this would take some of the responsibility away from the provincial government or that you'd be sort of paying for things that other places aren't? Or, you know, just that fear of sort of getting involved and then being stuck with it. Yes, there was that, you know, that criticism or that skepticism came up in the conversations. You know, well, you know, it's this is the provincial responsibility. You know, if we take it on or we start to contribute financially, are, are these, you know, are these roles going to be downloaded to, to us? And I think the, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, the Department of Community Services flat out said, we would not have funded you had this executive director position not been created. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's the opposite. We're accessing funds that probably would not have been available to this organization of volunteers had we not contributed. You know, it adds that level of, uh, I'm going to call it risk aversion, <laughs> that that makes provincial governments feel like, okay, the, the community as an organization, the municipal organization feels confident enough in this group of folks to give them $100,000, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's not a small amount of money when you're talking about a municipal budget. And because of that, they proceeded to, you know, give them capital costs and operational costs and, you know, Ashley's done a great job of raising funding all over the place um, to the point where, you know, the project is now capitalized and paid for, um, which is pretty exciting. And we're looking at the doors being open imminently. And that, you know, it was really mind boggling to think about. It's a great start, according to Leon Landry. Um, but it's really actually only going to work in all of the communities across the country and even beyond that, buy into that type of behavior. You know, because, you know, it's all one market. And Ashley Legere says she hopes to talk about this project with Tanjamar Town Council soon. This is a long bedroom. Okay. And then beside us, I'll take you through the whole place. And that's it for Tanjamar Report on Tuesday, January 23rd. CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Tori Weldon, and that's the news. Hi, my name is Tessa Carroll, host of Mixtape Sessions every Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m., and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM, Savio, New Brunswick, the voice of the Martians. And now the weather. Today, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of flurries earlier this morning. Clearing this afternoon, wind west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming northwest 20, gusting to 40 near noon. Temperature falling to minus 5 this afternoon, wind chill minus 8 earlier this morning, minus 13 this afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Tonight, clear, wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, becoming light this evening, low minus 17, except minus 22 low-lying areas, wind chill minus 18 this evening. Tomorrow, Wednesday, sunny, wind up to 15 kilometers an hour, high minus 5, wind chill minus 24 in the morning, minus 9 in the afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Wednesday night, clear, low minus 6. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud, high plus 2. Thursday night, cloudy periods, low minus 4.
Hey, this is David Kosh, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. And right now it's time for the CHMA Sports Update for Tuesday, January 23rd. Eight games in the NBA last night. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Detroit Pistons 122-113. Cleveland Cavaliers go to Orlando and beat Orlando 126-99. In an incredible game in Philadelphia last night, the San Antonio Spurs played the Sixers. Victor Wembayama, the upstart rookie center, going up against Joel Embiid, the reigning NBA MVP. And Embiid went off for 70 points. Yes, 70 points in a 133-123 final. Raptors at home lose to the visiting Memphis Grizzlies, 108-100. Hornets double up the Minnesota Timberwolves in the fourth quarter to eke out a 128-125 victory over the Timberwolves, even with Carl Anthony Towns scoring 62 for the Timberwolves. Celtics with a nine-point victory in the Lone Star State, beating uh, Dallas Mavericks 119-110. Suns beat the Bulls by a bucket 115-113 out in Phoenix. And the Sacramento Kings beat the visiting Atlanta Hawks 122-107. In the NHL last night, a bunch of games there as well. Boston Bruins beat the visiting Winnipeg Jets 4-1 in the TD Garden. Devils take out the Vegas Golden Knights 6-5 in overtime. Florida beats Nashville 4-1 victory there. Coyotes beat the Penguins out at Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona 5-2. Canucks continue their winning ways by shutting out the Chicago squad 2-0 in the lower mainland. And in a shootout, the San Jose Sharks beat the Los Angeles Kings 4-2-3. Over in the Australian Open, we're getting ready to get to the semifinals. The women's draw, seeing Coco Goff beat her opponent, Marta Kostiak, to secure her place in the semifinals, as well as Ariana Sabalenka with a straight set victory over Barbara Krejcikova to secure her place in the other semifinal. The other two pot spots will be played later today. And in the men's draw, yeah, Novak Djokovic with a four-set victory over Taylor. Fritz gets him into the semifinal and the other semifinals. Combatants, competitors will be determined later today. We'll get that all of you in the know tomorrow on your CHMA Sports Update. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And, of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's uh, also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. My name is Lustin Lobo and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. 
Thank you much for that lovely introduction, Leston. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. You just heard your sports update courtesy of one of our brilliant community volunteers, Brian Nielsen. Before that was another one of our awesome, awesome, amazing volunteers with the top of the hour weather. So thank you so much for that, Onver. And even before that was the wonderful Tori with your Tantramar report. Thank you three once again for those invaluable informative minutes. All right. Currently, the time is 9.16 in the morning, and I have a few local announcements and updates to share with you before we get the show started into some awesome music. First off, the name for the new sidewalk plow has been determined, and it is to be Luke Sidewalker, which I think, if you're a Star Wars fan, that's that's a pretty good name. Uh, 40.6% of the vote went to Luke Sidewalker, so that is great. We have a new d- addition to the Sackville area, the Tantramar area. In other news, there is, at 7.30 on Thursday evening uh, at the Amherst Theatre, there is another film playing, courtesy of the Sackville Film Society. For $10, you can go and check out Dream Scenario, uh, which is a film starring Nicolas Cage. Um, and, and then in other news, there is a philosophy public lecture titled... What is ChatGPT made of? And that is happening next Monday at 4.30 p.m. Uh, and I'll give you a little update of what that is about. The news is full of stories about AI tools that can write essays, screenplays and songs, pass the bar exam, and win prizes for painting and photography. But how do these tools work? Yes, I often ask myself this same question. What are the risks of using them? And should we believe claims that AI is soon going to be smarter than humans? If you have ever wondered about ChatGPT, you can join Dr. Catherine Stinson, who is the Queen's National Scholar in Philosophical Implications of Artificial Intelligence and an Assistant Professor of Philosophy at the School of Computing in, in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University. So you can join this lecture next Monday at 4.30 p.m. in the Crabtree Auditorium. And if you can't make it there, but you still want to join in, you can join in from home. There is going to be a live stream. Uh, And if you'd like the link for that and to sign up for that, you can contact philosophy at mta.ca. All right. Let's get into some rockin' tunes. So up next, we have One Hope with an ode to what could be. Maybe I'm meant for nothing Wasting all of my days Praying I'm something Watching it fade away While I live in numbness Everything feels the same When you burn out of focus 
doctor tells me I'm in need of your medicine I need your love and I need you, I need everything Love will go love me fast, love will go take the life I need your love and I'm promising you everything Whoa. Finally spoke my mind, say you did listen, yeah Show me the doors to your heart, baby, I'm breaking in, yeah Finally spoke my mind, say you did listen, yeah Show me the doors to your heart, baby, I'm breaking in Nanzo Amadi with his song Foreigner. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome back to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. The time is 9.28 
on this overly overly warm it is it is nice and warm out there currently hovering around zero degrees i was pretty surprised when i went out of the house this morning i was expecting it to be a lot colder because at one point yesterday it was minus 18 but anyhow that is just a precursor to a local weather update which i will give you now so today a mix of sun and cloud with a 30 percent chance of flurries this morning clearing this afternoon temperature falling falling to minus five this afternoon and a wind chill of minus 13 so it's going to be getting colder the further it gets into the day the higher the sun is in the air that is that is peculiar for sure Clear this evening with a low of minus 22 and a wind chill of minus 18. Sorry, the minus 22 is in low-lying areas, but minus 18 in the evening for everyone else. On Wednesday, tomorrow, sunny with a high of minus 5 and a wind chill of minus 24 in the morning and minus 9 in the afternoon. Clear in the evening with a low of minus six on thursday a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus two and cloudy periods with a low of minus four and on friday periods of snow with a high of zero and flurries in the evening with a low of minus two and then on saturday cloudy with a high of zero and cloudy periods with a low of minus five in the morning and why not do the evening why not do Sunday as well? Sunday will be a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus three 